another episode of Blue Time. We're back. We are back. And hopefully everyone listened to the two episodes that we did in March. Yes. It's it's the first month that we did two episodes and I thought they went amazing. Ah uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty well. Yeah, I mean it was kind of fun, you know, splitting them up, talking about, you know, more stuff in a sitting than we've ever done before. Mhm. So we're back again to do that for April. So I've, I've had some pretty good feedback from people saying that they like the different formats. That's and, good. And what we talked about and stuff like that. So I figure let's do it again. And this month we're going to find some <sighs> awesome stuff. Some treasures, some uh, secret artifacts. Yes. Which is this month's theme for Loot Crate. Artifacts. So, before we get going about artifacts, well, maybe it's kind of an artifact, maybe not. I'm going to start doing um, some new stuff to generate more buzz. Um, I've done my unboxings live now, Mm -hmm. which I thought have gone a lot better than my YouTube ones. At least for now, I might jump back to YouTube later. But right now, I think people are kind of interested in seeing me live and, you know, seeing stuff up front and watching the videos later you know, whenever they get a chance. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think starting in April on Mondays, I'm going to do giveaway Mondays. Okay. Because recently I've been trying to give away, uh, you know, doing contests, the same same stuff through YouTube, Uh, through Facebook, through Instagram, and apparently no one likes winning stuff. Ah, come on. I know, right? I mean, who doesn't want to win free stuff? Even if it's the smallest thing I've been trying to give away, this awesome it's Star free. Trek bottle opener, it's free. You don't have to do anything. Okay, I do make you do a few things. There are a few things to get that, it, that but... I have to do, but they're not hard things. Like liking me, liking loot time on this Facebook. This is so stressful. I mean, I writing, can't do it. writing a comment, <laughs> yeah. listening to our yeah. podcast. That should be like the best part it's, of your day. It's so easy. So we're we're gonna we're gonna do that on Facebook Live. I'll probably do it on Instagram Live, mm-hmm. you know, spread but, it but, around. But spread it around, but I'm going to generate all of our drive, hopefully, back to our Facebook page. Like right, back post, to the core. Just post a photo of the item, say, comment here. Mm-hmm. You know, so tell me that you did things that I told you to do, and I'll pick a name at random. <laughs> if you're not in Minnesota, don't worry. I'll ship it to your house for free. Mm-hmm. If you are in Minnesota, we'll meet up somewhere, take a photo of it, you know, say, woo, look. And hand it right to you. You're like, oh my God, this guy does give away free stuff. That, yes! That'll generate We are more. not lying about yes, this. Yes, we're not lying. I think people think I'm lying, that I'm not giving away free it's stuff. Just, it's a bribe, and it's like, I'm sorry, I don't have it. But we do. I mean, it's not like it's an infinity stone or anything oh, that man, I'm like. Some, which one would you have if you had one? If I could have one, I don't know. I think it'd be kind of awesome to have the time stone. That's what I was Although it's not like for time travel. That I think is the problem with the time stone. Yeah. It's to alter time, like alter the future, alter the past. It's not necessarily, you know, meant to travel through time. Which right. I think some people are thinking that's Go what it's back for. in time, tweak something, and then come back, and then just be like, things are different now. I mean, like, even in Doctor Strange, it was, okay, let's turn back the time for like five minutes. Whoop. And then, you know, change change the outcome of what happens. Right. But, I mean, I don't know what Thanos really wants. I mean... What I mean, there's all these t- all these Infinity Stones mm-hmm. are meant for certain things, which we'll go over. That was that's my Marvel piece that we'll go over. Oh, okay, but there's all these different things that they can do. But what exactly is the specific? Is the specific. I mean, I guess. I mean, you could travel back in time to change something, or you could travel back in time to steal someone's soul. That you could go back in time and kill someone when they're young enough. Yeah, but do you okay? So here's here's what I'm getting from the at least from the time stone. If you uh-huh. go travel back, you know, in time, right? Can you then? Well, I guess you could futurize it because because Doctor Strange made the apple disappear and then he also turned the apple it back. old. But is there like a speed? Can you make like super speed? Like, can you turn your turn your hand fast enough to make it go like? Did he years? do that with the apple? Where yeah, like, but he it was, was like fast, slow, and then like. 
Well, well, yeah, but I wonder what what's what's the actual speed of the time stone? Oh. Can you like jump fifty years into the future to make a change? Right. Can you jump fifty years in the past to make a change, or do you literally have to turn your hand to a certain point and then pause and then put? Because because if your hand rotates back and forth to go forward, could it back, affect the people? You, like, yeah, I mean that's just kind of weird to me. Like that's that's how it works. Or could you just tell the time stone? You know, hey, time stone. Travel back in time like it's your personal Google, yeah, and then and, like, and then and then you're back in time. I don't know, but we'll we'll discuss a little bit more of that. Okay. But but I was actually thinking so artifact. We're going to talk about a lot of different artifacts and what um what artifact in pop culture do you think is your favorite? Something that you'd want to have, uh-huh. and then once you got it, what do you think you'd do with it? Hmm. It would have to for me. It would it would be like like a movie prop, just a prop, not the real deal. Oh, like real deal? Yeah, real deal. Ah, uh, shoot. Um, I mean, I guess it could be a prop, but like if you could get any artifact, like the real thing. Yeah, from the like, real thing. Ah, uh, shoot, shoot, shoot. What would I get? What would I get? What would I get? Um, maybe a Batmobile, like an actual functioning, like. But that's not an artifact. That's not something you have to go dig in the ground to yeah, find. I suppose. All right. Um, uh, shoot, shoot, shoot. That's shoot, like shoot. a toy. Batmobile is more like a toy. Yeah, that's that true. That Bruce Wayne spends a lot of money on. That's true. Some an artifact. I don't know. Here, I'll get you started. Yeah. Okay. So I need a, a my, few ideas. My artifact uh-huh. would be the Indiana Jones little uh, doll thing that dude dude exchanges with the sandbag oh yep right because yep. he's running from the big he's running from and... the big boulder now now i don't think i would want to go get it i think i'd still let Indy, you would just i'd let indy go it. and get it but i'd steal it from him mm-hmm. you know i let indiana jones do all the work and then i'd just sneak into his house later and steal it unless do you think indiana jones would be like you know that was a really good trap i should definitely set that up in my house with this idol so that mm-hmm. way no one could steal it from me unless they saw my movie and then they knew how to get it out of my house. Right. But I don't know if he had put a big giant boulder to, like in his attic. So when you take the take the idol away from him and roll down, destroy his whole house. Mm-hmm. Probably not. No. But I definitely have it. Right. If and, you could have it without the troubles of getting it. Yes. Yeah. And it would definitely be on display. I'd just pop it up on a shelf yeah. somewhere. People are like, is that is that, that idol from Indiana Jones? Yes. No, it's a replica. It's a replica. You gotta tell people it's a replica because uh, if you think them. it's the real thing. Right, then they'd want to steal it. Yeah. But what if they tried to steal it and then they'd be transformed into that scene where they'd have to run from the boulder? That would With be the kind of funny. With the time stone. Yep. No, that's getting too tricky. <laughs> All right, I think, I think I've thought of mine now. Okay. All right. I could swear in one of the parts of the Caribbean films, the Black Pearl was in a bottle. Yes. Like, it kind of in its own little way. Yeah, like and the, one of those, like uh, those people who would build the ships inside the bottle. Yep. Would you count that? I think yeah. I would. I would. Because the black uh, pearl in the bottle. Who was looking for that? Captain Barbosa. Yeah, like, the last one. For the, he was looking for the black pearl, and he and asked just... Jack to break it, and he it broke on the rock or whatever, or something like that. Or yep. yeah, yeah. Like, maybe it has to get one. wet or something like that. That'd be a pretty good way to store a yeah. uh, ship. Right. I mean, if you, I mean, where's why, the black why, pearl? Why, why pay the harbor fees? Right. Right. Just if you could just shrink, shrink your it, ship put it and put it in a bottle and carry it with you, maybe oh, that'd be great. So we, you'd have the statue, the doll that he, that Indiana Jones switches with the sandbag, and I'd have the uh, the bottle, the black bottle pearl. ship. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I would like that. Yeah, that would be sweet. That'd there be it awesome. is. You just watch it sailing the seas. And I the mean, bottle. that should be more. <laughs> of, I mean, I know. I, I I'm assuming. Pirates of the Caribbean takes place like in the past, right? Like it's not not a future, but I mean that. I mean we should learn their secrets of shrinking ships, right? I mean even even if it wasn't a giant ship with a lot of sails, even like a speedboat, right? Yeah, in today's great, society, that'd be a great way to transport it. Right, just put it in a bottle. Don't have a garage, just put it in a bottle. <laughs> yeah. And then when you're ready to use it, apparently you smash it against right. a rock and it expands. <laughs> it's like a shrinky dink of some sort. Or you're caught in a snow emergency, and you have nowhere to go. Put it in a bottle. Like, oh, there you go. Yeah. It's almost as good as the Jetsons car turning into a suitcase and carrying it with you. God, wouldn't that be something? I don't know where where that is. When 
Dude, right? Screw that's... hoverboards and everything. We need that. We, we need, need a, a foldable car. car. Yes. Yes. Something to carry around with me. All right. Where is it? So that's that's all right. So that was that was really fun. Okay. So we got our artifacts. We're ready to go. Mm-hmm. So now we're gonna delve into our franchises in this month's loot crate. Um, the four, we'll, 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 we'll maybe spoil it a little bit. If you, if you don't want to know, spoiler alert, maybe yes, go ahead 30 spo- seconds. Get out of here, Joe. Um, but we're going to be talking about Marvel and what artifacts are in the Marvel universe. And I'm sure you'll know what we're going to really talk about in the Marvel one. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, we're going to talk about Lord of the Rings. A lot of artifacts to talk about in that. There's, you know, the ring that makes you invisible. Weird thing for a ring to do but yes we'll we'll talk about that um we're going to be talking about some legends of zelda Mm -hmm. um, a lot of those and we're going to be talking about the the dark Dark crystal Crystal, um 1980s movie way back when when jim henson was alive and puppeteering Mm -hmm. um or muppeteering you know yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if that's a real term, Muppeteering, but I know puppeteering is a real thing. So, we'll talk about those. So, to start it off, why don't we talk about Marvel, and we'll just let the cat out of the bag, and we'll talk about some uh, Infinity Wars because mm-hmm. this whole MCU has been leading up to this. This ten and years, ten years of hunting for six artifacts mm-hmm. across the galaxy. Yep. And we're about to see exactly how everything all melds together. Yes. Now, people that don't know, you know, like the Tesseract is actually the, uh, um, not the Time Stone, what's, what's the, uh, uh, oh, the, the, the Thing Stone, we'll, we'll discuss it in a minute, well, it yeah, makes yeah, portals. Oh, come it, to it, us. Yeah, it makes portals, that, yes. that's, that's the thing, it makes portals, but there's that one. And there's the time stone. Those are the two that are that are on Earth right now. Mm-hmm. The other four are out there in the universe. But or, I, what's the yellow one? Yellow's the not soul. Green soul? No, I think is the yellow soul because that's the one that Vision has. I don't know. I guess we'll look into it. It's all it. a mystery. It's all a mystery. But okay, so. So like we okay so in, like in the past uh, like in the past we're gonna we're gonna use Wikipedia to inform everyone of things first mm-hmm. just so everyone knows what's going on if you don't know anything about the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now shame on you and where the hell have you been you better be like a newborn baby who has right. not watched TV yet noob um, and if you're listening to this then. You've probably seen all the Marvel movies and are like, what the hell is he? Why? I don't need to know about this recap. Right, we already know what's going all on. Right. <laughs> but, okay. So, since uh, since we're talking about Marvel, mm-hmm. let's talk about the artifacts, some of the great artifacts that have been in the Marvel Universe, and then we'll delve into the Infinity Stones. So, first up, so there have been a lot of items with immense powers throughout the uh, Marvel Universe, and a couple of the big ones... Um, the Cloak of Levitation mm-hmm. um, that Doctor Strange wears. I mean, I don't know if I'd want to wear a cape that makes me float. I mean, I guess it does protect me. It kind of has a mind of its own. Yeah. I don't know if I'd really want an artifact with a mind of its own. I mean, would you? Something that... I mean, I guess if, it's built there to protect you, but... Right, yeah. If, what if, if it just goes nuts and wants to kill just, you? It's having a bad day, and it's just like... <laughs> it's dragging you along. I don't want to be on know. your neck today. Right. You can take a I shower. Need you. <laughs> I, you need to be washed. No! Yep. There's uh, the Miner. Mm-hmm. Um, Thor's Hammer. Thor's Hammer. I mean, that's a pretty good artifact to find. That would be a nice oh, one. Oh, yeah. There is the Darkhold. It's a collection of uh, iron-bound scrolls containing the collected magical knowledge of the Chitron, the first practitioner of dark magics. Ooh. Now, I don't know if that's something that Doctor Strange currently has. It sounds like something you would currently have. Right. It sounds like his, something that would in be his in possession. his um, possession. Let's see what else. Other artifacts. There's a uh, Vibranium. From Wakanda. From Wakanda. It's a metal which comes in two forms. Um, One absorbs uh, vibratory and kinetic energy, which Mm -hmm. is where it gets its name, while the other uh, causes nearby metals to melt. Interesting. Uh, Vibramian is a component of Captain America's shield alloy. Uh Uh-huh. 
and Wolverine's claws. Snickety snickety claws. Slicing and dicing. Slicing and dicing. I I mean, obviously vibranium's been around for quite some time. I mean, mm-hmm. Wolverine was you know one of the first characters. I guess no, Captain America would have been one of the first characters in the fifties to use it. Yeah, because and then they were like, oh, we can melt it down. That's probably when they and learned they can form melt it to form it into whatever we yeah. want. So, uh, other things in the uh, um, Marvel universe that people have used. Um, now, I don't necessarily would call these artifacts, even though it's under the artifact section. But mm-hmm. uh, drugs, I guess, drugs should be considered. An artifact. Uh, an artifact. Um, there's the growth pills, um, the capsules containing size-altering PIM particles that allow Giant Man, Ant Man, and the Wasp to change their size. Okay. Um, there's Red Skull's Dust of Death, which I don't know if, if, if we ever saw, in, that. saw that in the Marvel movie universe, but it's in the comics. Mm-hmm. It's a red powder which kills a victim within seconds of skin contact. Interesting. I mean, they could just use anthrax or something, but right. You know. Um, the powder causes the skin of victims' head to shrivel, tighten, and take on the red discoloration while causing ha- hair to fall out. Hence, the victim's head resembles a red skull. So that's usually... So, okay, so what if you sprinkle it on their body? Now, this says it causes their head to shrink. So if you, like, sprinkle what? it on their feet, does it, like, like magically shoot. make it to their head somehow to shrink it? Yeah, like what it if just, it like, like gets into their bloodstream and like oh this is, this has got to go to the head? What if it has its own conscience and it knows it's laying on the feet, so it rejects the feet and then yeah, it travels up to the head and just. I mean, I think it'd be funny just to watch someone's like legs shrivel up, like they're running, <laughs> they're like they're running all of a sudden, you dust their legs and their legs start shrinking, so like they got they tiny get little legs, legs chicken legs, and like like I mean, it stops like at their waist, so they got like tiny ass legs and a big ass body. Now, now it says it kills, you know, it kills the victim on contact. So, I don't. I mean, this this magic powder just seems it seems a little extreme. I know. And why would he create something like that? I mean, it's not a torture device. It just seems it's like instantly kills people. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could blow just, it on an entire population and it just boom. You think dead. that's where those uh, what are they called? Those uh, people from uh, New Orleans with the tiny heads in their shops. Oh, yeah. Those guys, you think that's where that came from? Could be. Yeah. And then lastly is the uh, Terrigen Mist, the mutagenic catalyst discovered and used by the Inhumans mm-hmm. that grants superpowers but leaves many subjects with deformities and amnesia. Probably because they don't have the uh, components of their DNA to turn them into an inhuman. So then it... But at least the, the weird just... thing is, the TV show, when they get hit with the Terrigen Mist, they either get their powers... Or they don't. Or they don't. But apparently, according to the comic book mythology... It's another reason why not to watch the No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they just get everything wrong. <laughs> it's that they lie. They don't sit in a room and just... You know, I mean, the canon on these shows kind of have to you know, intertwine Interlink. and link, but... I don't know. It seems right now the TV show of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the movies are kind of separating. I mean, the first like three seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they were pretty connected. connected. I mean, now it just seems like with Ghost Rider and, um, you know, the the Kree and the LMDs, you know, none of that. I mean, I guess the Kree's kind of been in Guardians of the Galaxy. And but, Captain Marvel and whatnot. And, yeah, but right now it's not really portrayed anymore in the TV show. It, or in the, yeah, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, they kind of have divided. I think divided and separated. Maybe that's for the, something yeah. for the future. For the greater good for the time being, because the Kree will be in Captain Marvel. Cause, uh, well, aren't the Kree part of the Guardians thing, too? yeah. I mean, maybe I think... maybe they'll come to, because isn't no Thanos isn't Kree. He's no, I don't know what Thanos is. Maybe it'll tell me. I don't Wikipedia, know. Tell yeah, us. Wikipedia. I know, I know. You're like, why are you guys using Wikipedia? Shouldn't you guys just know these things? Well, maybe if we were like smart, we're not like. I have a super brain. Yeah, I like, can't remember everything. We don't have heads like the aliens from Mars Attacks. I know. Just and we and we can speak pretty pretty oh, crisply. Yeah. Okay. So 
the article I found uh, on ScreenRant.com, which is a very reputable website. Good source. Yes. Um, so there's so we're talking about artifacts, and we might as well talk about the Infinity Stones being the artifacts because mm-hmm. you know uh, Marvel's Infinity War is coming up. Which oh, since we're going to be talking about this, how about we do a lead in? Okay. I don't know if any of you guys out there have seen the new uh, the new trailer at all. Oh yeah. But I figure, why don't we give our listening folks um, a taste of the trailer? Here we can we can watch it together, all together, and then we'll comment on it, and then we'll get into this article. The entire time I knew him, he only ever had one goal: to wipe out half the universe. If he gets all the Infinity Stones, he can do Look it with the snap of his fingers. It's good, except it sucks. So let me do the plan, and that way it might be really good. Wow. Thanos' ship coming up on the ship that all the Asgardians yep. escaped. So that would pick up where um, you see all the fallen people around Loki and whatnot, and they're walking over and whatnot. That would that I think that puts together that he had raided the ship, killed all, if not you know spared a few. Um, and in a way to spare, uh, Thor, maybe Loki gave Thanos the Tesseract. Yep. And then he blew up the ship anyway, and then Guardians were in pursuit of Thanos and came across. That's, maybe that's, that's how it's being. Uh, How they kind of get all together. Yeah. I mean, travel across the galaxy like that where, uh. Right, or then maybe Star Wars, like, maybe I. Do they not know where Earth is? I mean, I don't. They never. Well, I guess they know where Earth is because Quill's from there. So right. He knows where it's yeah, at. Yeah. Maybe he's like, I need a vacation. Let's yeah, go let's back go, home. Let's go home. Let's go visit where my mom was. And then it's like, oh shit! What? What, what happened is here? going on? What, what happened? Who is this Iron Man? Right. And why this? is he not wearing iron? Right. Who's this Spider Boy? And who's this strange Doctor? And yeah, I thought Iron Man would uh, be do a my ma- laundry. Right. He did, he he wouldn't iron my clothes at all. God, everything's backwards. I know. I mean, I guess the only person that would be alive or around during Peter Quill's nineteen eighties, you know, exit would have been Captain America. But Captain America was on ice. Mm-hmm. But I mean. He, he probably would have learned about him, mm-hmm. probably, you know, since he was the first Avenger and right. probably the first superhero of his kind. And that's, let's face it, he's probably going to die in this movie. That's sad. 
All right, let's talk about something better. (laughs) Okay, so I got an article here, 15 things you need to know Mm. about the Infinity Stones. All right. All right. Well, first, just as if you didn't know, they were created by the cosmic entities. What what jerks! I thought. I mean, right. apparently they. Why they why just... make them in the first place? What was I, the purpose? Yeah, I know. Okay, so maybe it tells me here. Okay, so the cosmic en- entities: entropy, infinity, death, and eternity. Death. Wow, wow those are some names. Isn't for that Thanos' girlfriend or the woman that it he crushes is. over? Mistress Death. Yes. Um, we're the ones responsible for distilling the energies into the stones, and a portrait of this can be seen carved into the stonework in the temple vault of Morag. Where Star Lord Star Lord first steals the orb. Oh, yeah. Star Lord. Star Lord. You dirty dog. I know, and he didn't know he was stealing an Infinity Stone either. Well, what the heck? I know. So as of now, we don't know why they created them mm-hmm. or what purpose they had. But as the move, movies move toward the showdown with Thanos, we'll no doubt find out a little more about their origins. Okay, which is awesome because right, right now we really don't know where or why they exists right so number 14 there was a seventh stone did you know that in the comics so in both the comics and the movies there are usually six infinity stones floating around Mm -hmm. but for a brief period in 1995 avengers ultraverse crossover comics there was actually a seventh stone found this gem was called the ego stone and was hidden in the ultraverse a comic universe, you know, owned by the publisher Malibu that was bought out by Marvel. Okay. So they created a seventh one. The Infinity Stones made their way into the Ultraverse, where the trickster Loki eventually tracked them down. While there, Loki also discovered the existence of another stone, the golden-colored Ego Stone. Now, do you think that's where Ego... The planet? The planet, kind of, maybe they thought, they were like, you know what, this is a good Easter egg to put in, Guardians of the Galaxy, we'll do Ego. Uh-huh. Maybe, that's, maybe that was more maybe. of an Easter egg than, you know, an Infinity Stone in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. It doesn't necessarily say here, but I'm wondering if that's kind of... The toss of the to- You know, what they were thinking. So that's kind of cool. All right. So the Power Stone can wipe out planets. Yep. It can destroy them. Because that was uh, Ronan. That was, that was in... Ronan. That was the whole point of of him having it, was trying to uh, destroy it. Mm-hmm. So at its most basic level, the stone can increase users' stamina and strength to unstoppable portions. Which is kind of weird to me, because as of right now, it doesn't didn't, in that trailer, it didn't look like Thanos had the, the power, power stone. stone. And now he has the but, Tesseract. Yeah, but he just seems like he was overpowering... Captain America, yeah, does he, he was... really need the Power Stone? I mean, right. how much more stronger does this guy really need to be? Um, but yeah, I mean, it could grant him any any physical superhuman ability. Drawing upon its power also grants the ability to manipulate all power and energy in the entire universe. It's like, how do you fight that? I know. And if that wasn't scary enough, the Power Stone can also be used to amplify the powers of all the other stones when used correctly. I think he should go after this one first. Yeah. I mean, what's the point of having the other ones if you can't increase their power? Right. So I mean, that, that seems... Uh, they've got a, a tough battle ahead of them. Like I that. know. All right. So the Space Stone. That's uh-huh. the blue one. That's yep. the Tesseract okay. Stone. Okay, that makes okay, sense. So the Space Stone can open gateways, mm-hmm. which is how Thanos... Got in and... Got in. Yep. So the Space Stone was uh, first seen on screen appearing in Captain America the First Avenger. Although we didn't know at the time that it was an Infinity Stone. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before the name Infinity Stone had been tossed around, we just knew it as the Tesseract. Right. Um, The scary blue square being used by Hydra. So I wonder if they didn't necessarily think that they were going to be going Infinity Stones when when these movies came out. Yeah, because they just decided, hey, you know what? We might as well go there. Because wasn't it in Thor The Dark World where they started to, like, name it Infinity Stones? Because I know in Thor Ragnarok... I thought the first Infinity Stone was Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought that was the first time the term was actually used. Because I know Thor referenced it in Ragnarok when he was in his cage. Oh, yeah, 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 in Ragnarok, yeah. yeah. Infinity Stone thingies. Yeah, so Loki uses the Space Stone to teleport to Earth at the beginning of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. So if Thanos gets his hands on it, it's more than likely he'll just be able to pop down for a visit whenever he likes, which is a frightening prospect. Yes. 
Okay, number 11, the Mind Stone, which is the yellow one that uh, Vision, Vision has, can control people. Mm-hmm. Which Vision, unfortunately, is too, not man enough to do, apparently. Well, dang it, Vision. I know. So we saw the true nature of the Mind Stone when it was encased in Loki's scepter in mm-hmm. the Avengers. Yep. Which, apparently, we didn't know he had an Infinity Stone. I mean, do you think he knew he had an Infinity Stone? Is Maybe. That, did he know that's what it was? Um, the stone gives the weirder the power over all aspects of mind, and as we saw with Hawkeye and, uh, and Eric Slevig, can actually control people when used to its full potential. The stone also strengthens and enhances mental and phys- uh, psychic powers, including telepathy and telekinesis, and can access other people's thoughts. When used in conjunction with the power stone to enhance its own properties, the mind stone can connect the user to all other minds in the universe simultaneously. So it's kind of like almost, uh, who was that in the, the comics I just read? Oh, it was more DC than Marvel, but uh, mm-hmm. apparently, so, so I mean, I don't know if you watch Gotham, but Poison Ivy, yeah. apparently she can control the general population of her plants if enough people are infected by her. Oh, yeah, okay, yep. So they just basically stole it from DC. Well, no, probably not. But <sighs> all right. So the reality stone can bend physics. Okay. So the reality stone, which is currently not so much a stone as a liquid red floating mass, yep. first appeared in Dark uh, Thor: Dark World as the ether that possesses Thor's lady love, Jane Foster. I, I don't. I don't think I actually knew that. Uh. Uh-uh. It's been a while since I've seen that one too. I, and that funny thing is, is I don't think anyone's really mentioned that in articles I've read, and that it uh, contained. Well, that that was the reality stone. I think I'm gonna I have remember, to go back and watch that. Yeah, but I, don't think I remember I'm actually... hearing about it after watching it and be like, "Huh." So it looks like it can, cre- it can create endless alternate realities. It can grant any wish you make. It can even break the laws of science and logic. <laughs> well, interesting. That's good. <laughs> that would be. F- so, I mean, so maybe we don't, maybe, maybe in it, if Thanos gets his hand on that one and does something mm-hmm. and we're watching it, it could be one of those just movie twists. Oh, this isn't real. Captain America is not really dead. Right. Right. That, that, that could simply. So, and it can also resurrect the dead or bend reality around a particular person to make them crazy. Mm-hmm. It pretty much does anything that would normally be impossible otherwise. So in the Dark World, we only got to see a small sample of its full power, as the Dark Elves try to use it to convert the universe into dark matter before they're eventually stopped by the God of Thunder. So, interesting. interesting. All right. The Time Stone control time itself. Yep. You know, I don't think I'm going to read this one. This one I think is pretty... Uh, self-explanatory. Self-explanatory. If you need to know more about uh, the Time Stone controlling time... Right, then... You could go to this article and read it yourself. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, uh, the soul stone harvests souls. So that 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 means so in the comics, uh-huh. Guardians of the Galaxy, Thanos actually took Gamora's soul, and it's actually currently encased inside, in, inside the soul stone. That seems a little harsh. Yeah, that's why she's not all there. There. Uh-huh. So okay, so we haven't seen the soul stone appear on screen yet. More that more on that further along. But we can presume its powers will be just as scary and lethal as its counterparts have been so far. In the comics, though, the stone is a little bit different from the others. It's, it is sentient. This sentient being hungers for souls to collect and uses its uh, pro- uh, possessor to do so. The stone has the ability to not only steal your soul right out of your body, but can uh, also manipulate, alter, and control it. So isn't that kind of like the Mind Stone almost? If you control your soul, isn't that technically yeah. your mind? Maybe it's different. I didn't know if your soul and your mind are necessarily the, the same. same. So it also gives its owner a glimpse into other souls and feelings and acts as a gateway to a pocket universe in which it traps souls. Which is where Gamora's soul is right is, now. It's kind yeah. of trapped with all the other souls that it has collected. Dang, that sucks. Yeah. So... Here we go. Here, this Now we're getting into the good stuff. Okay, number seven. Uh-huh. Thanos wants them to help out his love life. Because he's upset he need- with Mistress Death. Yes, he needs, he needs some bro help. He needs yep. some... 
he's apparently he's not a good lover or a fighter, so he needs the Infinity Stones to help him out. He needs people who actually succeed in in protecting and fighting. So when most people want to to woo someone, they might send flowers or chocolates, uh-huh. or invite a person on a long walk on a beach. There you go. Thanos the Mad Titan, unfortunately, is not most people. Doesn't know beaches? No, apparently not. They don't have a beach on his planet. <laughs> his version of romantic of romantic gesture, the uh-huh. mass murder of half the living beings in the universe. Hey, honey, do you love me? I'm just gonna. Kill I'm just everybody. gonna kill everyone for you. That way, there's half the amount of people on Earth. Less, yeah, less competition. Then it's all me. I'm the only man. Yep. Okay. At some time in our lives, we've all been at this point. The object of your affection is way out of your league, and you just need some help to go up and talk to them. Well, in the comics, Thanos plans to use the Infinity Stones to make himself powerful enough to talk to the girl he likes. You see what love does to you. Yeah. Who just happens to be the cosmic entity Death. Man, that is some the odd God. couple. <laughs> well, Thanos likes killing people. Death and is death. death. So that kind of makes sense. Yeah. So um, he, it's the godlike embodiment of mortality itself. When that doesn't work out like he plans, he instead opts for a grand gesture to sweep her off her feet, mm. wiping out half the universe with a click of his fingers. And it's all made possible by the infinity stones heap in his possession. You're in a healthy conversation, we're on a date, and then all of a sudden you're just, boom, dead. Yep. So he then goes even further to impress her, killing most of the world's heroes during their last stand and defeating quite a few cosmic entities, including Galactus and Death's opposite, Eternity. Whoa. All in the name of love. Love, man. Okay, so... We're, we're over halfway there. We got number six. We're on number six. Okay. Okay. They've been to the DC Universe. Ooh. Yeah. So before there was cinematic universes, uh-huh. money to be made, and lines to be drawn in the sand, the comic book rivalry was marginally friendlier. Very marginally. Occasionally, comic juggernauts Marvel and DC even worked together for crossover events. Mm-hmm. One such event happened for the la- for the last time as of 2016, in 2003, when the Justice League slash Avengers crossover was published. During this event, the Justice League and the Avengers go up against each other to save their own universes. And somehow, in this multiverse mishap, the Infinity Gauntlet and all the gens end up on the DC end. Whoa. Yeah. They are discovered by a DC supervillain, Darkseed. Who, who other than Thanos could wield the Infinity Stones? Then his counterpart then in counterpart DC. counterpart Darkseed. Yep. So, let's see here. Uh, they are discovered yep, by Darkseed, who then tried to wield their power by putting on the glove. Unfortunately, or pre- perhaps fortunately, the Infinity Stones have no power in the separate reality. <laughs> I like it. If they're out of the Marvel Universe, they just don't work. <laughs> Why does the thing work? Just start banging on it. Just It's like being on Earth 2 or something and it not functioning. You know, it's your power's broken. not functioning. So, so uh, yeah, so apparently they can't work outside the Marvel Universe. Disappointed, he tossed the gauntlet to the side, where Quicksilver and the Flash race to grab it. Because they, they figured maybe it was Darkseed's powers. They, he couldn't do it, so they were like, ah. Well, I would think maybe we could do it. Flash would win that race. Yeah. Well, Quicksilver's pretty quick, too. But he's not as fast <laughs> He's as... not the fastest man alive. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, the Gauntlet and all the Snones end up back in the Marvel Universe again. Instead of safely on a planet where they are completely powerless, because the comic book lives would tor- or the comic book with world lives to torment us. I guess they could have kept it on Earth, and then they would have just been useless. Right. Or on the DC side. Would have been nice. Okay, number five. Iron Man and Cap have wielded the stones. Ooh. Marvel and DC villains aren't the only ones who have gone through the gauntlet. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) Two of Marvel's biggest heroes have also wielded the power of the stones at one point or another. During the 2011 Avengers run, supervillain Hood begins going after the stones only to be stopped by a full roster of avenger heroes during the fight iron man gets a hold of the gauntlet and puts it on the stones that are currently residing in the glove then steal back the remaining gems giving tony stark ultimate power for a brief moment he is pulled in by the possibilities that the power grants him like being able to see his father again or eliminating wars on earth 
but ultimately overcome the overcomes the pull. He uses the glove to put Hood in jail and then wills the stones out of existence. I guess that's a good thing if you use the reality stones to make right. the stones not exist anymore. That would yeah, that's you know to be in all honesty, that's probably what I would do is like so no one would have them. Yeah, but then wouldn't the uh, people that created them just get all pissy and create and, them again? Yeah, I suppose. Like, destroy my stones. And well, it's go, a good thing we're magical. We'll just create them create again. Create new ones. You go back far enough and then kill them. Yep. So there's a godlike creature inside of them, which we whoa, which makes sense because. So you're not only breaking a stone and you're you're killing, killing someone. someone. You're a murderer and a hero. Dang. So the yeah. Dang. They're not heroes. Kind of are. Kind of. Maybe. A little bit. Okay, number three. There are two gauntlets in the MCU. Oh. Did you know that? No, I don't think so. Okay. Marvel fans were delighted when they caught a glimpse of the Infinity Gauntlet as an Easter egg in Odin's vault in 2011's Thor. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing that. Yep. It was one of the kind of the artifacts. Yeah. Collectibles. Okay. And those same fans were left slightly confused when only a couple years later they saw Thanos down an Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Is he in Odin's vault? Did he steal it? Uh-huh. Did they forget to put it in Thor? Uh, was this a continuity error? Mm-hmm. Is Odin's a fake? Are there two versions? Uh... What's going on? In Thor Ragnarok. Yep. Yeah. So thankfully, Kevin Feig cleared things up in an interview stating that the universe has two Infinity Gloves. A right-handed one in Odin's vault and a left-handed one with Thanos. Mm -hmm. Which I guess would make sense if, you know, you were to create gloves. Right. I mean, mean, you're not Michael Jackson. You're just not making one glove. Now, one's a white glove and one's a gold. No, they're both gold. But that makes that makes sense. There should right. be, there should be two for both hands for both hands. But then, wouldn't there wouldn't there need to be? Could you could you have double the amount of power if you get like an Infinity Stone, crack it in half, and put it in in each glove? Or what if? Yeah, or I mean, I don't if, think there's ten Infinity Stones. I guess what would be the perfect? You, you could ask the uh, the creators. You could ask. No, no, them no, no. Them. Here's what I think. Okay. So one Infinity Gauntlet holds uh, the stones. One Infinity Gauntlet's just a glove. Because mm-hmm. if you're making two, they got to look semi-identical. But right. there's only five stones. Or six stones. Six. Oh, yeah, one goes in the middle. Yep. That's right. Okay. So there's only six stones. You really don't need anything more. to go in the yeah. other glove. But you, well, you still want to wear two. You want to look. Now, I wonder if he'll get both of them. You think he'll get both gloves? Be like, you know what? I need the matching set. Let's Maybe. Go to, let's go to Asgard. And My hands are cold. It. I need to... <laughs> Yep. So, although this might just uh, open up a whole new can of worms, like, why are there two? Can they both use the stones? <laughs> what is the point of two if one can fit all six stones? <laughs> is it a backup in case you lose one? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> too Which many questions and too many months to wait. This isn't the first time there have been two gauntlets in play. In the alternate Earth uh, 16, 1610... There are eight stones in total, with four spread over each fist of the gauntlets. As unlikely as it is, we just hope this doesn't mean there are another six stones out there to fill the other glove. Uh, these six are enough to deal with already. Yeah. I mean, if you can just snap your fingers in the hole. Yeah. Okay, number two. Only two are currently on Earth. Mm-hmm. With so many different plot points, cameos, Easter eggs, and MacGuffins running around the MCU... It can be hard to keep track of it all. Currently, as of the release of Doctor Strange, there are five of the six stones that have already made their way onto screen. Of those five, only two are currently on Earth, the planet they are all going to presumably end up on for the big fight to come. I mean, I guess you can't have this battle in space. It would be sweet, though. Yep. Okay, so the Mind Stone and the Time Stone are the two that are here at the moment. With the Mind Stone currently taking residence on Vision's forehead, yep. and the Time Stone currently inside the Eye of Ar- Argamado in Tibet. The Power Stone has get, was given to the Nova Corps for safekeeping on Xandar and Star-Lord's uh, neck of the woods. And that while, doesn't seem like it worked that well. Nope. While the Space Stone is being kept by Thor's buddies on Asgard inside Odin's vault. Which, if you saw Thor Ragnarok... It got out again. Yeah. Okay, most worryingly, the Reality Stone is in the hands of the incredibly shady Collector. Ooh. 
Ooh. I might have to rewatch Thor Dark World. Yeah. I might have to rewatch that. Okay. Who always seems like he's not quite on the up and up. Couple this with the fact that he loses one of the stones to Thanos in the comics. Yeah, I don't know. That, uh, that's bad. And we're not not sure we like this scenario. Yeah, and, of course, killed. there's still the six, six stone on the horizon. Yeah, because there's still one stone accounted for. Yeah. All right. Last but not least, we haven't seen the soul stone yet. Yes. But it might be in Thor Ragnarok, which this it article wasn't. was written before, so. It wasn't. It was not. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Okay, speaking of the location of the Infinity Stones, there's still one stone unaccounted for, the soul stone. We haven't heard anything about the mysterious sentient stone yet. But we might be very soon, since we know there are no Infinity Stones in the Guardians of the Galaxy 2. It seems likely enough that it would be introduced in the more space-centric Thor Ragnarok. Especially since Thor left Earth at the end of Avengers Age of Ultron for this very reason. Considering that the movie will feature Jeff Goldblum as the Grand Master, mm-hmm. a staple in the Infinity-themed storyline, he once owned a stone but lost it to Thanos and was the architect behind the aforementioned DC crossover. Really? Yep. So, seems like the Collector and uh, the Grandmaster are not very good at keeping Infinity Stones. Because I, I read somewhere that they're related. Like, the same, like, bloodline, like, same relative. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I think so. I would think so. So, there's already, uh, there's already a prevalent fan theory that the Soul Stone is embedded in the armor of Heimdall. Which is the reason he can see every soul in the universe and why his eyes glow orange. Oh, the dude with the stick. Yeah, I didn't the, even the, think the about that. The dude with the sword that opens up the gate for Thor and whatnot. The rainbow bridge. and Yeah. I didn't even think about that. So then he might get... Killed. Killed. Maybe. Oh, man. I think it's just in his skull or something. Uh, Andrew Elba, no! <laughs> we can't lose him! No! Can't lose the gunslinger! God, not not Luther. I know. Alright, well, that's 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 a lot of Avengers talk. Yes. We really delved into deep into Avengers. Into the dips. So, we're going to go a little bit differently here. We're going to go to Middle Earth. Yes. Which is not quite... Uh, and big Earth yeah. or Small Earth. It's Middle Earth. It's Middle Earth. Not too big, not too small. And definitely not Double X. Yes. So, we're going to ride our way into some Lord of the Rings here. Um, so, there's a lot of artifacts in, in Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. So there are. There's there's the ring. There's the eye guy. And Sauron. Sauron, yeah. Yes. We'll, we'll get to good names in a minute. <laughs> so just to let everyone know, once again, if you don't know what Lord of the Rings is, kind of shame on you. But yes. uh, Lord of the Rings is an epic high fantasy novel written by English author and scholar J.R.R. Tolkien. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story began as a sequel to Tolkien's 1937 fantasy novel The Hobbit. Boy, that book is old. <laughs> but eventually developed into a much larger work. Written in stages between 1937 and 1949, The Lord of the Rings is one of the best-selling novels ever written, with over 150 million copies sold. Holy crap. Yeah, there's a lot of them out there. Think any of the originals are, are still around? If they are, they're, they're definitely like in safekeeping or worth a ton of money. I think like the Library of Congress has one. Maybe. I think they have a bunch of... They probably have an Action Comics number one staff somewhere Yeah, hopefully in in good condition, too. I know. You don't want uh, that book getting, you know, dust mites or... Dust mites or water stains. Water damage. Yeah. yeah. You got to keep those nice and protected. So, do you have a favorite movie or book if you read the books? Uh, Sorry to say I didn't read the books. Um, I will say uh, my favorite one is The Two Towers, the movie. Just oh, okay. the Battle of Helm's Deep. But one thing that stands out the most for me uh, was there was a movie theater in Edina called Centennial Lakes. It was like Centennial Lakes uh, Cinema 8, where the five guys is over there oh, in okay. France and whatnot. And, uh, Fellowship of the Ring had, had come out, packed theater. Mom took my brother and I and uh, went there, and it was the, the showdown between uh, Aragorn and uh, the Urukai captain, or whatever. 
Aragorn's getting his butt kicked. You know, he's getting beaten, beaten, and they're going back and forth. Then he starts fighting back, and all of a sudden he starts slashing and cuts the Urukai's head off. And I remember distinctly that there is this dude in the middle of the audience just by himself stood up and was just like, yes! And then sat back down. And then the rest of us were just clapping. He is a really enthusiastic... He was, he was uh, very happy that, I mean, he must have been like a huge fan. That's of, kind of the opposite for me, I think. The first time I saw Lord of the Rings in the movie theater, yeah. I fell asleep about halfway through. Really? Yeah, I think it was just... More late at night because I think we went opening night to see it. Yeah, and do it. You know, where they had movies at midnight. Well, it wasn't midnight. It was more like the what was the it wasn't the midnight showing. It was more the day of the Friday release oh, day. Okay. I think we like went at seven o'clock, but it was a busy day. Mm-hmm. About halfway through the movie, I'm just kind of dozing. I think it was in one of the more non-action parts yeah, of the movie. Yeah, that's that, an easy way to that was just fall asleep. Camp- but I saw it again. I mean, it's definitely really good. It's a phenomenal mm. movie trilogy. Yeah. Um, probably one of the better trilogies out there. Definitely not a good Star Wars trilogy. I think Star Wars definitely has more meat to it than, mm-hmm. than Lord of the Rings does as a trilogy. But right. it was definitely you know entertaining and... You know, like most people complain about in in the second movie is all the walking and talking and not much, you know, battle or fights. It's just, right. you know, every, I mean, the jokes out there, you know, with Kevin Smith's crew is always like, it's just a movie about walking. Yep. You know, you got, you got a ring, got to go to Mordor. Let's go yeah, on a hike. Let's, yeah. Let's go for a walk. Let's go for a walk. A walk on the beach. You know, the, <laughs> the funny one is like everything walks in that movies, even the trees walk, <laughs> you know. <laughs> They don't even ride horses. I mean, every once in a while they'll ride horses, but it seems like, you know, if they had like a Fitbit or a watch counter, man, they'd definitely hit their goal every single day. What they need is that time stone. Just, just. Yeah. What I really want to know is how far away Mordor really was from where they started. The exact so where the Shire, Yeah, the exact mileage from the Shire to Mordor. Because, I mean, they showed that map at the beginning of the movie, like, oh, here's Mordor. Mm-hmm. Here's the Shire. It didn't necessarily look like it was too far away unless it was like one of those. Not to scale maps that, you know. Oh, yeah. What they could have done, though, is they could have traveled by map. Mm-hmm. Like in Indiana Jones, how the red line goes. and Oh, yeah. Oh, now we're here. Look at how we could you finish. You can follow them. And... Yeah, I mean, I guess it wouldn't be as, you know, dramatic if we actually saw saw them walk the entire way. But Right. Because the movies, even though that they're in three parts, like... When uh, the Two Towers picks up, is that directly after the Fellowship? Or is that like sometime after the Fellowship? It can't be too far after it. Maybe yeah. a month or two. Not e- I mean, it can't be. I mean, it has to be. I mean, otherwise it would take... How many years? Okay, if you had to take a guess. Uh, was it years to get the Ring to Mortar? Or was it days? I mean, if, if it was years, they age well. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 20 years later. I, hey, well, maybe they're hobbits. It's, myth- it's mythical. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily real so i guess they don't necessarily have to age and who knows gandalf's probably what 500 years old right as soon as you get to Older a certain than... point of aging you kind of mm-hmm. stop or even like superman superman's 100 some years old he stopped aging at some point i mean he grew up and then just just kind of stopped yeah just stopped That's, aging yeah so i mean it could be that way in lord of the rings it could be it's a slow aging process yeah. or you just stop so so, what kind of ring possessor are you? If you if you had the ring, would you uh, be the guy that says, you know what, this can't get into anyone bad people's hands? And if drop it in the in the volcano, or would you hide it like uh, uh, what's his face did? No, oh, yeah, like or would you like sit in a cave like Gollum and just be like my precious, my precious? I would be knowing the dangers of the ring. I wouldn't want it. To have it in somebody else's hand, like I wouldn't trust anybody else. I would, I would march forth and I would, I would throw you it in the volcano. It. it was like if I'm not gonna wear it because of the dangers, I don't want it to get it in the wrong hands. It's best off if it's just destroyed. So, so you wouldn't be a Bilbo and be like, you know what? I might use this in the future. I'm just gonna throw it in a drawer somewhere. Nope. If I um, can't have it, no one can have okay. it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cause what about you? I don't know. I mean, the Bilbo thing was kind of nice. He just kind of just, just keep it in a drawer. And well, no, no. I'm just saying. He did. How long did he have it? Like 50 For a years? Long just time. did he get a drawer? No one knew about it. I, I mean, he knew about it. Do you think he played with it? Do you think he tricked people? Just put it on and to, like tap someone on the shoulder right. and ran away. Just, whoop. 
Or like, you're married? Yeah. <laughs> Just disappear or something like but I don't know. I feel like, <laughs> I mean, without Sauron knowing where the ring was, I mean, I guess when you put it on, that's when it kind of... He gets he, like he that gets sense it. that... And it's kind of funny that Gollum never put it. I mean, did he ever put it on or was he just petting it the whole time? Maybe he was just petting Maybe his fingers got too big. And they just, just couldn't, couldn't, couldn't wear it. Yeah. Do you think the ring's magical enough to expand? Because what was the dude at the beginning of the whole movie? They got his hand chopped. He yeah, was and wearing fucking gloves. His, his hands were like twice the size as a human's. Yeah. And it, like it well, shrunk it was armor, down. Was it? was it his real hand or was it armor? Yeah, I, I want to say it was his real hand, but I'm not entirely sure. Don't quote me on that. But yeah, it, I know for sure the ring did shrink. So can it grow? Like I don't if, know. That's if a like a or got it or something, he's like, I want to put this on. Damn it! It doesn't fit. Do you think? Uh, do you think a jewelry store would resize it for him, or would he be like, "Dude, this is too. I can't touch this. We can't resize this ring." Right. It's the, it's the power ring. Right. He starts like it starts heating up, and he sees all the writing inside. He's like, "Nope, I can't touch I'm this. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm like, out. I don't take this die. to take this to my buddy down the road. He's yeah. a good, he's a good jeweler. Yep. He'll yep. be able to fix it for you. Next day, he's dead. Like, yeah. well, well, I knew nothing. Sauron killed him. Right. You shouldn't have been fucking with my ring. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, put, you know, maybe put gems in it, gems are, I mean, doll it up a little bit, right? I mean, it doesn't... A fat diamond on it. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't... I mean, if you're going to hold on to it for years to come, I mean, you should probably bling it's that dazzle thing out. It. Just... Although, I mean, many people really haven't worn the ring. It's, I mean, it's been at the bottom of a river. Yep. It's been in Golem's possession for who knows how long. Yep, and then it was in a, um, a drawer. And it was in a drawer. Yeah. And then eventually Frodo got it. Yep. And he's like, Gandalf's like, dude... I didn't even know that thing was still around. I like that was the other part of the yeah. where he's like, I've heard stories about said ring, and it's been in your drawer for this. And I mean, even even they said the ring had been forgotten for for so many years. It's Should've like just stayed in the drawer. I mean, if it's been gone for that long, was it written down somewhere, or is there like a storyteller that kind of passes the material? Right. Hey, if this ever comes, drop this in this volcano over here. Just right, just to let you know. What if like Bilbo just like. Just dies of old age or just moves. And forgets and about forgets it. about it in the drawer. And so the new people that come in and they move bulldoze in. the house and gets right. buried. That would have been a great ending in the yeah. movie. It would have been like a ten minute movie. Yeah, we're moving the Shire. The whole Shire is moving. Let's uh, demolish this whole area. Squirrel gets it. Like <laughs> puts it in its nest and everything, and then it's just powerful squirrel, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's where Squirrel Girl came from. Maybe. She Riders come in looking for it, and it's like, where is it? And the little squirrel on its nest in the branch has it. And... Oh, I could see that. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're not going to go through all of these, but the list I found for mm. Lord of the Rings is the 17 most powerful artifacts in Middle-earth. Oh. Ranked. So on the smaller end, number 17, we'll start there, mm. is the Elf Stone. So the elf stone is a brilliant jewel made of silver with eagle-shaped uh, brooch in the center. So obviously it was worn by a female because mm-hmm. men don't wear brooches. Um, yeah, it was most often worn as a pendant and was forged by the elven smith named Nerdali. Nerdle? Boy, that must be a... <laughs> is the E silent? Ernerdle? 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 We're going to be butcher- butchering these names. I know. One of the most skilled jewelers of that age. See, she could have done some awesome stuff to the ring. They could take right. the ring to her bring, and make yeah, it bigger. Bring it to her for free. All right. Uh, somehow it comes into Arwen's possession. In the movies, we see Arwen give the even star to Aragon as a gift representing her, their love. Oh, that's so sweet. Ooh. I don't think he really wanted to wear it. No. No. Okay. So we'll go down to number 15, the Hithlin. Hmm. So the Hithlin is the material that comprises the versatile elven rope. In the Sindarin language of the elves, Hithlin is a compound word made of hith, which means mist, mm-hmm. and lane, which means thread. Interesting. A thread of mist. So it's Interesting. A, I mean, I don't even know how you tie someone down with mist. With it. That would be the worst uh, some... BDMS ever. I'm gonna tie you down with, with what? Mist. mist. You might be able to get up really easily. <laughs> I can't move. <laughs> well, apparently it's thin, lightweight, and uh, flexible. I don't. I don't know if I'd like to be tied up with that. It'd be like plastic wrap. Just... 
Apparently, it could be unknotted with just a thought from the owner. That's pretty magical. Like, I'm... Oh, would you, oh dude, I would love to tie... That'd be a uh, good shoelace. Just look at it. And just, just look think. at it and be like, untied. Awesome. Just done. Boom. Poof. You wouldn't even need to tie shoes anymore. No. Do you think you could tie it with your mind? It doesn't say Maybe. you could tie it with your you mind. You get a, a rip in your favorite sweatshirt and just look at it and just poof. Done. Done. All right. Great. Good artifacts. Good artifacts. Number 11, the Arkenstone. Arkenstone. Now, the Arkenstone is a dazzling crystal gem that was unearthed by the dwarves of Ebor in the Third Age of Middle-earth. Wow. I don't even think this was in the Lord of the Rings. Ebor. Ebor. It's quite the name. I know. The File of Gred... Gredrail? The File. I don't know what a file is. Okay. Gradriel gave this file to Frodo Baggins as a gift when the Fellowship departed Lothrin. It was filled with water from Gadriel's fountain, which contained the light of one of Simadril's uh, of the Silmarils. Interesting. Boy, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen the movies in ages. I know. We should have gone back and watched the <laughs> <Yeah. things. laughs> Don't film me now. I know. It's so sad. My mind is just... I can't, yeah, it's, because Fellowship came out in, what, 2001, 2002? Yeah, a long time. It has been a long time. Then all those Hobbit movies came out. I did not see the last Hobbit movie. No, neither did I. Okay, number six. We'll skip a few, since we don't know much about Lord of the Rings at the present moment. (laughs) Nenya. Nenya was another of the elven rings of power. It was given to Gadriel, boy, that person's everywhere, by its maker, Celebrimbor. You know, J.R.R. Tolkien's a jerk. Well, these names. These I... names, man. Do you think he was just jotting shit down and like, I'm going to laugh when these guys try to read these names. Just beat like, <laughs> here's Chris, here's John, <laughs> here's here's Timothy. Frodo. Here's Scott. Bilbo. Bilbo, <laughs> David. Dildo. You think they're going to notice? <laughs> Bilbo, Dildo, Dildo Baggins. Frodo. Wait, I spelled that wrong. Dildo. Bilbo, Baggins. Nah, leave it in there. Leave here's it in Dildo there. Baggins. It's good enough. All right. I don't know if I could do that. Sounds like a they, great title for this episode, but I don't think people... <laughs> well, then now, because I don't think they existed back in the day. No. So then, yeah, that that would have been funny. You think that's where, uh, what's his name, for that does Game of Thrones, is like, all oh, those Lord of the Rings names are so funny, I should do it too. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Jon Snow. Boy, that one's too easy. Jon Snow, just nah. I'm going to go easier on this one. <laughs> All right, what else we got? Oh, guess what number three artifact. No, something I know and can pronounce. Gandalf's staff. Oh, I thought, I was thinking of the... Uh, the actual The ring. chain uh, chain mail that Fro- he gave Frodo. Oh. No, we got Gandalf's staff. Ooh. Throughout the books and the movies, each of the wizards carry a staff. Because you need it to walk your old. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a conduit for their power and visually reflects their nature and personality. Uh-huh. So, you know, if you have a sword cane or sword staff, you know you're an evil guy. Yep. If you just have a giant white stick, you're like Gandalf. <gasps> Friendly and... Super powerful and... Gandalf the Grey carried a brown wooden staff with a crown of gnarled splitting branches. We see Gandalf fix a luminous crystal on top of the Fellowship's... When the Fellowship had to find their way through Mora. He lights up. Mm-hmm. It's the yeah. early flashlight. So, yeah, oh, my, oh my god, it didn't even make number one. The one ring didn't make number one. What's number one? How can you beat the ring? The one ring did not make number one. It's called the one ring. Why is it one. not number one? Okay, number one is the Silmaris. What is that? I don't know. Like, I'll tell you. Okay. Because I have the have this right here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No trio of objects is more important to the lore of Middle-earth than the Simlrils. They were originally forged by Fenor. They have the two, two little dots above it. They must oh. be Norwegian. Yeah. Uh, before the First Age and contained part of the essence of the two great trees of Valinor. How did this, not, how did this make number one? And it beat the ring. Beat the ring. Unbelievable. Goddamn son. I don't know. 
We should do more research on Lord of the Rings. Yes. Next time Lord of the Rings comes around, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll know more. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully you guys liked us talking about uh, Marvel and uh, Lord Marvel of the Rings. more because uh, we definitely got a little bit more out of out of that. But And we found some stuff out that we didn't even yeah, know we, about. We find out a lot of things, especially when we read. Yes. Reading is the Important. best thing you can ever do. Yes. So make sure you read. Read your books. Comic okay. books. <laughs> Comic books, book books, internet books, dictionaries, dictionary. Well, not current dictionaries. There's too many new words (laughs) in the new dictionaries. Like, you know, selfie is in the dictionary now. Probably YOLO. YOLO. Uh, What was that new one I heard? Uh, uh, Selfie stick. Selfie stick is now a word in the English dictionary. Oh my gosh. I know. It's sad. All right, guys. Well, that was fun for our first two franchises. Yes. So here's what I'm going to do, like always. I'm going to tell you where you can find us. We're on social media, on Facebook and Twitter mm-hmm. and Instagram. Facebook is Loot Time. Uh, Instagram and Twitter is at Loot Time. Um, you can email us with all the fun stuff you want to talk about. Contact. Loot time, contact us, Loot Time at Yahoo. Yeah, Loot Time at Yahoo.com. Uh-huh. Um, I do apologize. Last episode, I did tell you a website was going to be around. I haven't quite published it yet, so I'm so sorry. But maybe, hopefully soon. Working on it. We're working on it, so hopefully the website comes out. Like I said at the top of the show, we're going to be doing contests every single Monday. Monday. Not money. I'm not giving away money. On Monday. Money. Money. Okay. I'm going to be giving away prizes every Monday on our Facebook Live uh, and Instagram Live. Mm. I'm going to put out a video. Hopefully you guys see it. It doesn't have to be during the live. I'll give you one week till the following Monday before I announce the winner. Let's try to drive this. Let's 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 uh, get, get the some, ball rolling. Get the ball rolling because I want to do my prizes on the podcast instead of on Facebook Live because that just adds more time to my day. But I do like all you guys, so you guys should uh, <laughs> should enter. So until next time, that's all the loot time we have. I'm Steven Skolansky. I'm Kevin Hebner. See you next week.